This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. It looks like we're going to have a party in here, Chelsea. I wish you were here because I've got this cake and Andrew brought down. We got napkins. We got plates. I see knives, forks. We will send you a piece of cake in the mail. I will send it ground, and you'll get it in two weeks. Here's the thing. I don't need cake because my daughter just had a birthday. So we got this massive ice cream cake, and right now it's living in our freezer, and I have been having a piece for dessert just about every day. So I need this cake to be gone. Like, it's so good, though. Like, there is nothing better than cake with ice cream. And just birthday yeah. cake in general is one of those things that like you're never going to go to the store and buy yourself a cake when it's not your birthday. So that, it was not my birthday. True. It's my daughter's birthday. So I've been eating cake a lot. So I probably need to stop doing that. That's true. On a random Tuesday, you're not going to be like, I'm going to go buy myself a cake. I could use some cake right now. Just a big cake. And I'll just crush it. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if there are people that do that. Because I feel like cake is just an occasion food, right? That's it. This sounds like something people do on TLC. You know that channel where they have all those like lifestyle shows where like my 600 pound life. I was just somebody definitely does this. And they're like, yeah, just going for my weekly trip to Baskin Robbins. And you're like, oh, no, don't do it. Don't do it. They did it. Yeah. They bought two cakes just for themselves. Just for breakfast after they polished off 48 wings. And that's breakfast. And if you wondered how I got here, it's probably just that extra cake. That second cake. Everything else was fine. That second cake was well, too Well, they had a though. Diet Coke. Oh, yeah. It was the Diet Coke that put him over the edge. Wow. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I'm trying to figure, I always try to figure out a, a way to transition. And it's hard to go from my 600-pound life to Chris Mack. Here's a guy who is not, not 600, 600 pounds. pounds, who will not have a reality show based on being... Morbidly obese. It's Chris. I can put a I can put a hurting on some wings though, Jenks. I oh, mean, buddy, you, I'll Come put a hurting on those wings. Ooh, Even I'll for breakfast, me some if, wings. It's, if it's a weekend and maybe you had a couple pops the night before, you know, and next morning you're like, ooh, you know what I need in the belly to soak all that up? Oh yes, some wings. I'll eat wings anytime. <laughs> cold, hot. I'll eat cold wings. No shame in my game, baby. You, Delicious. You don't even. You don't even you don't even have to label them chicken wings. They could just be wings. And I mean, wings. you know what? I don't care where they came from. I don't care. Yeah. They're wings of in some fact, sort. Bread them and fry call them, them wings. and put sauce on them. Wangs. Like wangs. And they're not real wings. I'll be like, I'll eat them. Wang sounds That's good to good. me. Yeah. Give me a dozen wangs. wangs. Oh, that doesn't mm-hmm. sound great. <laughs> I don't condone any of this. It doesn't matter what type of wings. 
Okay, we've no. got cardinal wing. Time for some Orioles in here. I, they're little, I they're but they're delicious. tasty. <laughs> delicious, um, I bet. <laughs> Chris, what do you think about Florida State? <laughs> Happy birthday, Jax. I'm sending you some wangs. Thank you, buddy. I'll wings. have them. Give me those wangs. I'll do it. I'll. Do, what do you What do you think about FSU? I have heard both sides of this argument. I am firmly in the camp that the Seminoles got the old screw job here. What do you yeah. think? I'm with you. Uh, you're an undefeated conference champ. Uh, there's yeah. no way it is the committee's job to project what may or may not happen in the next game. And the fact that you read from reporters that. Part of what they were doing in the meeting room as they're watching the conference championship games last Saturday is, is some of the coaches who were on that committee are looking at it and say, oh, look at this Florida State team. They got no offense without their quarterback. Well, they were down to their third string, okay? Their second string, who has played fairly well in the past, would have been back for said college football playoff semifinal. So you're you're making such a large leap of faith, faith, pardon me, that – the Seminoles would not have been able to figure some things out over the next three weeks to at least make it a game. And that you have some sort of crystal ball that you can predict what is going to happen between the Seminoles and the Wolverines, who presumably they would have matched up against. I think it's I think it's bad for the future of the playoff as well, because, look, we're going to be arguing about 10, 11, and 12 going forward in the next you know, five, 10 years, however long this format stays in place. So it's different. You're talking about teams with two losses. For example, this year we'd probably be arguing about whether Oklahoma deserved to be in over Penn State or Ole Miss. And that's just not the same. It's like arguing about a bubble team that doesn't have a, a high enough RPI to get in when we talk basketball. So those arguments won't have the same intensity or magnitude. This was their final chance to get it right and prove that this wasn't some floating system that changed week to week and year to year, that there was a solid set of parameters in place for getting yourself to the final four. And they completely screwed up because all they did was say, yeah, subjectivity are, are well, what we think is more important than objectivity. You went undefeated in a power five conference. How do you not end up in a playoff? And look, Alabama-Michigan is going to be an incredible game. I, I actually, I kind of like Bama to upset the Wolverines, which is a completely different conversation, but it doesn't mean they should be there. They weren't undefeated. Florida State was. It's that simple. You had a couple of one-loss conference champs, one who had beaten the other. Okay, that gets Texas in. And then three undefeated teams. That's not hard to figure out when you're trying to add up to four. Yet somehow... The college football playoff committee could not figure out three plus one equals four and 13 and zero is better than 12 and one. Uh, sir, this is a Wendy's. This is a Wendy's drive through. <laughs> uh, do you have any people who have probably I just want some said this? Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any people who have probably said the same argument to so many people? And I'm sitting there. I'm like, I agree with you, but there's nothing we can do. Like, that's oh, no. the, yeah, the yeah. worst part. And this is the precedent that they are setting. Like, luckily, next year, it's going to be more than four teams. But still, all season long, it's been like, well, wins matter. Wins matter. And then Georgia, who was the number one team all season long, loses a game. And they're like, well, wins matter. When clearly they don't. 
So it just right. feels like there are, you know, weird strategies and reasoning all across the board. But what about things that we can control? How about our bets? So let's look at some of these college football playoff games. And I'm interested to hear your take on Alabama because Jenks and I, I think – I know Jenks is on Michigan. I have not decided just yet. Yeah. But it's hard to go against Michigan when they have such a good offensive line. And if you can establish the run, like, that's a great starting point for college football. But when you have a quarterback like Jalen Milrow, you know, that's another wild card. So how do you yeah. think this one goes? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I, I think Bama, you know, in, I'm not the first person to say this, so I'm not breaking any news here or coming up with a novel concept. But you give Nick Saban three weeks to figure out how to slow down Michigan and how to put the game in J.J. McCarthy's hands if he can. He's going to do it. And look, J.J. McCarthy's a very good quarterback. Dude's going to be in the NFL someday. But if you're telling me Nick Saban has a chance to take it, – it's, it's much like – and I don't know if we'll have time to talk about it or not. Bill Belichick always finds a way to take something away from you, right? Even with his bad teams. He takes away what you do best or dies trying. Nick Saban cut from the very same cloth. He's going to do his damnedest to take away what you do best and what Michigan does best – Run the ball down your throat. So even if if Saban can't find a way to completely stop the Michigan rushing attack, he's going to slow it down enough that they can't get away with J.J. McCarthy throwing for 145 yards and still win the game. The other part of this is, and I've talked year of the quarterback all year, going all the way back to August, Jalen Milrow at this point is light years better than he was back in September and early October. And that makes him, I think, just a – hair better than J.J. McCarthy right now. If you put the game in each quarterback's lap and say, hey, kid, it's your game to win. I'll take Milrow, the guy who somehow completes a, a ball on fourth and 30 into the end zone to win a game over J.J. McCarthy, who I think has yet to prove this year that he can have the game put in his lap against a quality opponent and go out and win it. So I really do like Bama. It's the coaching advantage. And it's nothing against Harbaugh, who I will separate what I think about him as a person from what I think about him as a coach and say, good coach, maybe a great coach, given the staff that he's put in place around him, how much they love him, how much the players have committed to him this year. But it's Nick Saban with three weeks. Nick Saban will take care of business. We're talking with Chris Mack, host of the BetQLU podcast. A new episode drops tonight on YouTube. Also does fantastic work on 93.7 The Fan in Pittsburgh. All right, Washington and Texas in the Sugar Bowl. I'm going to be there. I am praying for a win. But I have to say, as much as I love the horns, I think Washington 
is the right side here. What say you? Yeah, I was, I was, that cringe face I was making for those watching yeah. was because I, I know how this sets up for you. I, I know you're, you're surfing Expedia, looking for the best prices, trying to yeah. figure out how to get there, how to get tickets. And I don't want you to go all the way. I don't want you to go all the way down there, Jenks, and see your boys lose. But I think your boys are going to lose. I know. We've all been, know. we've all been doubting Washington for what, a month and a half now. And it was because they were dealing with injuries. They were on the road in a couple of tough spots. And Michael Penix Jr. didn't finally, you know, stamp his Heisman candidacy necessarily in the midst of that window of time. But they're, they're the better team. And, and Michael mm-hmm. Penix Jr., as much as I like Quinn Ewers, as great as he looked in the Big 12 championship game, Michael Penix Jr. is the better quarterback here. So, again, I take the better quarterback. I do have questions about whether Washington's defense uh, is up to the task of slowing down the Longhorns at all, especially given what we saw in the Big 12 title game. But I think they will have a stop or two in them at some point. I love the over uh, 64.5 the total is at. And right now, because I, I I did, I started to buy into the the doubts that were swirling around Washington late in the season. And then they got proven wrong, I think. So I'm back on the Huskies bandwagon. And I, I do. I like Washington Moneyline even at plus 150. Uh, certainly would take the, the four points that it, the the spread is sitting at right now. And I, I would love to see Washington Bama in the in the national championship. That would be tasty. Almost like a okay. spicy set of wangs, Chelsea. <laughs> oh yeah. We don't care what type of wings there are. Crow wings, vulture sure. wings, yeah. ostrich wings. wings. Uh-huh. Just slap some barbecue sauce on them and you've got yourself you, you, a delicious meal. According have you to ever these had, two. Have you ever had frog legs? I don't Ooh, think good. so. Yeah, Delicious. I have had alligator. I've had gator tail. See, not bad, right? So, animals mm. that we might not ordinarily be excited about eating, deep fry them and put them in some buffalo sauce. Delicious. Oh, give me a poodle. That's going to be your fry. intro Woo! Good. from now on. Mm. <laughs> I, again, do not condone the eating of just about any animal. I will say there is a line that I draw when it comes to, you know, pets. I'm not going to be eating dog or cat, oh, but Chris yeah. Max seems oh. to be going the other way. Chris, what a what a hill that you've been willing to do, die on. Do dogs and cats have <laughs> wings, Chelsea? No, so they're out of the equation. <laughs> touche, touche. Okay, so for our show parlay, Bill is on this Army and Navy game. He's taking Navy here. Which side are you taking? Is our parlay in danger? No, I love it. I love it. Uh, You've got two low-scoring teams playing for the Commanders-in-Chief trophy, and you've got two offenses that are just going to grind the ball down into the dirt, really. And I think that favors the team with the better defense, with the better special teams. The only thing that would worry me about this one is if it comes down to, say, a late field goal. Army's got the better kicking game. The uh, Navy, who's got a couple of guys who've rotated, who've missed a few field goals each. Um, but I like Navy uh, over Army in this one. I'll take a money line uh, if you want to just go with the points because two and a half in a game like this is like giving somebody a touchdown, then that's fine too. But money line plus 120, yep, I'll take the middies. Now let's talk a little Heisman race here. And mm. what do you think – what do you think – if you look at the board, do you do you see any value at all on anyone, or is this just a shoe in? 
Yeah, I think we've lost the value at this point. Um, I jumped yeah. on Jaden Daniels the the week before that eight touchdown performance or whatever it was, which was just in time to get him at two to one once the picture had started to crystallize a little bit. I think Bo Nix had to win uh, regardless of what his numbers looked like. Bo Nix had to win last week. Michael Penix Jr. would have had to win and have an enormous game, which he didn't. He had a good game, uh, but it wasn't some kind of crazy 450-yard touchdown kind of day. But <laughs> happy birthday, Jenks. Place those Heisman bets if you haven't. No, don't place any more Heisman bets. It's Jaden Daniels. He is well, the host of the BetQLU podcast every Thursday on YouTube and also a lover of Wangs. It is wow. our good friend, Chris. Chris, we appreciate it, buddy. See you guys. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.